Hey, Colby. Yeah, Barry? Do you hear that? Hear what? The thunder. <laughs> and right after that, <gasps> lightning. <laughs> oh, I do like a rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is who watches this. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to the last movie of Bounty Hunter Month. Bounty Hunter Month! <coughs> I'm not sure why that that's the theme to Bounty Hunter right there. Was, <laughs> Bounty Hunter should be like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, Bounty uh, Hunter. Or, or how uh, this movie would like to call him is uh, a collection expert. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, it's pretty much, it's, it's, a, it's just a, another way of saying Bounty Hunter, right? Right, right. He's doing it for money. He's hunting somebody down. Well, I think he's doing it to get out of like a debt, right? That's what it seems but he, like. But he's also doing it for the money to start his business. business, Right? To get the capital for his business. Yep. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about 2003's The Rundown, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Sean William Scott, Rosario Dawson, and... Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, 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 I somehow knew you were going to say his name like he would say his name. <laughs> you know, Christopher Walken is like, he's just one of those actors that just ran. You know, he's like Owen Wilson before Owen Wilson. Right. Because he plays the same character, but he somehow fits every character he's ever played. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actor. <laughs> but you're just going to get lost in the crowd. You should do something that like makes you stand out. And they decided they were going to do this voice, like this posy oh. kind of voice talk. And I like I said, I can't remember which one of the two of them it was. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, either one could work. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, because like, now both of them are known for that uh, that that type of or like speech he, pattern the cadence that yeah, yeah. like in give you know, totally it's what people <laughs> imitate and stuff you know like arnold like he probably well he was giant so yeah yeah i mean one of my favorite like christopher walken like performances is actually from joe dirt <laughs> and he's like the janitor and he's all like well you talking to me all wrong <laughs> he's like uh, try this on for size does your mother cook? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to give it to me. The first half, very Christopher Walken. It was very, yes. <laughs> you know, if I watch him enough, I can get it out. <laughs> no, but today we're talking about 2000, 2003's The Rundown. This is probably one of the first rock-led movies. This was his first starring role after... Like his oh, own after his cameo he, of Scorpion King, right? right? Yeah, and then <clears throat> one of the great things in here is um, a lot of people may it's it's pretty easy to miss just because of how quick it goes by though. Is that this is kind of weirdly a, a strange way of the uh, of Arnold Schwarzenegger <sighs> passing on the action star, the old school action star, yes, torch. yeah, <laughs> because. Yeah. I did not remember him being at the beginning of this movie. I also did not remember that. 
and yeah, and then the first what four minutes of this movie, The Rock is walking to a club, and and for some reason Arnold Schwarzenegger is in there, and he tells The Rock to have fun. Yep. Ed, uh, 20 years later, The Rock is still having fun. Right. He is He is the big muscle-bound action star that Arnold was the 20 years prior. Yeah, and you know what, though? The Rock, The Rock, oh, man, he, dude's got range. Yeah, he really does. At this point, who knew? Like, he right. was like, oh, he was the Scorpion King, and then they kind of messed up that movie with the weird CGI yeah. scorpion face. And then uh, now he's just like a bounty hunter. Let's uh, let, let let's see what let's see if he if he can make it other than just action star. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he has a very impressive range. Because right. <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's it's funny because usually uh, people like The Rock, action stars, especially like the old school kind. They, they don't do the kid movies until later on in their career, right? Right, right. They're <laughs> like, I don't really want to jump from a window anymore. Let's do some kids movies. Yeah, but The Rock, he does this. He does the when he gets the Scorpion King movie to himself. And then he goes on to do movies like Game Plan and uh, The Tooth Fairy. He's wearing <laughs> a tutu. Yep. And, it, you know, and then he, he has great... Uh, comedic timing with all these other like comedian actors with Kevin Hart. Uh, I, feel, man, I know he does, he's done more. Right, <laughs> right. But like he can play the straight guy. He can play the the the, the comedy sidekick. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's also done like a couple of dramatic roles, like with uh, Mark Wahlberg, where they're painting game. Uh, yep. <clears throat> and so The Rock is is definitely a special type of actor, right? Because I right. It was going to be so easy for you to pigeonhole him into, like, a side character. Yeah. You know, the like, you know, like when uh, what we had in Doom, where he was the side character, then the main antagonist at the end. Uh, he was kind of that bronze over brains type <laughs> of dude. So, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's, it's really great to see him uh, progress uh, as much as he has. Right, but even even being like this being his like really his second big movie, yeah, uh, already shows some serious like potential for yeah, because yeah. he he doesn't phone it in. No, no, he, not he, at all. I mean, you're going against uh, 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 Christopher Walken. No, well, oh. yeah, Christopher Walken, who's like all time classic. Right. Um, uh, Sean Williams. Oh yeah, who Sean is Williams at film. at his peak like this is like pinnacle peak sean williams he kind of he yeah. kind of deteriorated pretty quickly after this but well i think uh, sean williams scott has has been able to go into more indie films lately and has been able to really hone in his dramatic chops mm, okay okay uh, you know he has that movie the goon and goon 2 where he's an enforcer on a hockey team right and he has a couple of like family drama movies that are actually pretty decent. Uh, but I think I, I think Sean William Scott fell into that pigeonhole where a, a lot of studios wanted him to be the Stifler character, right? The uh, dude, where's my car? Yeah, where you know, uh, cute but dumb. Yes. <laughs> yep. But I mean, Sean William Scott has has shown time and time that he's been able to do action. 
He's done the rundown. Right. He did a uh, bulletproof monk. Bulletproof monk. Yep. Um, he did another movie where he also starred in with The Rock called uh, Southbound. Or so it was like this dystopian movie where it's like him, The Rock, Sarah Michelle Gellar. It's a okay. It's like a. It was a movie with a, a B star cast. Interesting, because at that time, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar has already winded down. She's kind of done her Buffy the Vampire fame, right? I think Selma, uh, not Selma Hayek. Um, the oh, I forgot her name, but she's the girl who kissed Sarah Michelle Gellar in Cruel Intentions. She was in okay. The, yeah, she was in the uh, Hellboy movies. Yes, yeah, she was in that. I think Freddie Prince Jr. was in it, and it was like this dystopian. You know, all star cat, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> the recycled cast. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a joke. You know, and then, you know, and yeah. So, um, yeah, but I still love Sean William Scott. I think if people gave him more of a chance and stopped pigeonholing, I mean, he's at this point he's like what forty five ish, yeah, around there. So hopefully we'll be able to get to see him come do a comeback. Right. Right. <laughs> would do rundown two, <laughs> right? But will we be like? Will the rundown two have a? Uh, will the rock be cooking in this ten to fifteen table restaurant? Oh, he, right. He's trying to do a franchise, right. and will, will then she, will Sean William Scott become the the Indiana Jones of this uh, universe? Well, we got to find out. Will Rosario Dawson return? I was. You know what? I got. I got to say. I, I saw this in the movie theater, oh, yeah, and, me too. <laughs> uh, and I did not, until I rewatched it today, I did not remember Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I remember there was a girl, but I just didn't remember it was her. Yeah. And I gotta say, I just saw some pictures of, uh, like, the filming of Clerks 3, mm. and she's gonna be in that. Yeah. Holy crap, in 20 years, between that this movie and that movie... She looks great. It'll no different. Yeah, I, I think uh, the one of the first movies I actually ever remember Rosario Dawson in is the uh, that indie film Kids. I don't know if you ever. Oh seen that. yes! Yeah. Oh, forever ago. Super depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it is just it, the it's so raw, and that's why it's so depressing. Like, <laughs> right. Oh man! But let's talk about this movie. Right, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give you the trailer, which I uh, again forgot to uh, write out beforehand. Ooh, I, I would like it more when you don't write it out. <laughs> we get at Barry Adlibbing. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> all right, aspiring chef who's lived a life of the downtrodden is forced into a life of collecting. For the mafia, is is there mafias in the in LA? I don't know. I, gangsters, gangsters, the cartel, whichever you'd like, to to clear out his one final mission to get off scot free to start his ten to fifteen seated table restaurant. He has to travel to the Amazon to retrieve the son from the third marriage. <laughs> but before he could leave. There's something in his conscience weighing him down to free this Amazon town. Will he be able to bring back Sean William Scott? 
safely. Will he get the girl, Rosario Dawson, that did Ray Allen and he got game? Find out in 2003's The Runda. <laughs> uh, so many things that people might not understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's 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 really run this like let's run this down, right? Oh, I see where you went there. <laughs> uh we start off with one of the actors. Uh we start off with The Rock hanging out, listening to AM AM radio for some reason. Oh, I guess because before then there wasn't really uh podcasts. Stuff, oh right? right, yes. But he is really just honing up his chef skills. By listening to this AM radio, and we don't know what he's doing, but he's outside a club until somebody calls him over. Right. We find out that this person is sneaking him into a private party where he has to actually go collect uh, from somebody that owes somebody. Yep. Uh, we get a quick uh, we get a quick recap of everybody that's there, and it is a whole defensive line and the quarterback right and it's the but the quarterback is the one who owes the money yeah the quarterback is yeah the one who owns the money he is a former boy he is a past super bowl winner right and uh and he's got a gambling problem and he owes 50 large to the uh to the bookie which like i feel like he could pay super easy right Uh, right (laughs) but it's i think it's one of those things where it's just a like, he's like, oh, man, I got robbed. I'm not paying that. Right. Uh, but, no, the, the, we get a quick uh, we get a quick recap of what The Rock's skills are, and we get a very 2000s uh, <laughs> recap of everybody who's there with the profile showing up. <laughs> I uh, love it when they do that in the movie. <laughs> but it's, a, it, it's, it's very fitting because the way that they do it, it's how you feel like ESPN would have done it. It, yes, right. Of care, of it, it, yeah, almost like digital, like it's like uh, game stats. Yeah, and it, it's very funny because The Rock comes up to the target and he's like, hey, man, way nicer than what I feel like a collection person, an expert collector right. would be like. He's very, he's very polite. He's like, hey, man, I need to talk to you. And yeah, can we can we step away yeah. from the table? And, and you know, and obviously the quarterback is like pushing him off, like just yeah, okay, bro. He's like, what's yeah. your name? You want autograph? Yeah, you're you're a big guy. You don't need any help. Uh, just go to the tryouts. You you probably make it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at some point, you know, he uh, the rock gets disrespected. He gets a drink in his face because. He tells everybody at the table that this quarterback has a gambling problem. And so he goes yep. into the bathroom, washes everything off, and tries to call his boss. He's like, listen, man, like, can we just do this another time? The whole defensive line is here. And you think he's scared, but he's like, you know, I have, I think they have a real shot at, the, at a, a repeat. <laughs> at, a re- at a title, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this, this just goes to show you that just because a dude's big and jacked doesn't mean he knows how to fight. Uh, so the Rock comes over there and he gives him what I believe is probably one of his, like his little catchphrases. Right. Oh yeah, because he says it a couple times in here. Right. And he tells him, "Hey man, listen, man, we got two options. You can give me the ring, and you know I'll walk out of here, or I can take the ring." <laughs> and the quarterback, obviously very cocky, you know, 
I don't know if quarterbacks are all cocky, but this one is obviously cocky. I, I, I guess you're extra cocky when you've got your whole defensive line with you and, like, it's just one collector. You're like, yeah. Yeah, and he's like he he's, can't he can't take even one of these guys, but I've got six of them, so I'm I'm pretty I feel pretty safe sitting behind this table. Yeah, you know, uh, but as as the Rock goes to work, I I would have left a lot sooner <laughs> because the Rock takes down expertly this the whole defensive line, right, right, plus, or at least plus, the superstars plus the two big security guards yeah. from the club, <laughs> easily. And The Rock has possibly ruined this quarterback's career as he throws a turntable to his lower back. <laughs> right. Spinal injury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know, if you owe money, but if you're good for it, just just give it up. Just just pay. Oh, yeah. You know, why are you dodging? Just pay. Yeah. You know, because these criminals ain't messing around. <laughs> Uh, but the Rock goes back to his boss. Um, but before he can go back to his boss, he gets hit by a beanbag shotgun, who is presumably another bounty hunter, right? Who comes to collect the bounty after the Rock has done the hard work, and Martin, the, yeah, Martin, and then the Rock is unable to cash in this mark. Yeah, right. Uh, but the Rock has. We see that he's working for somebody, and he's trying to dig his way out of his collecting life. Uh, because, as you see at the beginning of the movie, he is just writing down recipes in this little recipe book. Yeah. And he just wants to open up a restaurant. This guy is like, listen, man, if you're under capital or if you're under invested, you're going to fail. So uh, right. you it, need to do this work. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, it's the you've, you're going to fail at a, as a restaurant as a restaurant tour. So yeah. keep bounty hunting for me. Yeah, well, at least, you know, I'm not going to give you enough money until you do, like, the big one, right? Right. And we find out that the big one is actually catching his son from the third marriage, uh, who's in the Amazon. And if he collects him, he's going to get 250 k which will buy him out of the life and then give him money to start his business. Yep. So The Rock goes to the Amazon, and we find out, uh, obviously, the Amazon... You know, if you're not from there, I'm not from there, but I just know it's very, you know, there's a lot of shaky things happening, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. can disappear, right? Oh, yeah, a lot of under the table. Um, and he apparently knows a little bit about that because he, he gets there and the first thing he wants to do is see Christopher Walken, who's the, uh, the, 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 the head honcho. Yeah. Right? But then, you know, The Rock comes prepared. He comes with money to, to be able to work in his in his area. Right. He's, that's what he said. He's like, when I go to a, a friend's house, I don't stick my hand in his fridge without permission. Right. And that's how you know The Rock never had, like, family, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, at some point, friends become family, and then your fridge is their fridge, their fridge is your fridge. Right, but the first time... <laughs> The first time, the first time somebody comes permission. over and just walks over and opens your fridge, you're like, "What the f- hell is that guy doing?" <laughs> you know. But once he's a regular, once he's calling your mom, mom, yeah. then, then you don't expect him to ask for a drink. <laughs> uh, and you know, and so everything seems amicable, and The Rock goes to the bar where we catch Sean William Scott, who is flirting with the bartender, who's yep. been trying, who's been kind of using this bartender for favors, right? Right. First, it's the scooter, then it's the car, then it's now he wants a boat, and yeah. he's actually treasure hunting. Yes, he's looking for El the Gato. gato. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, 
early on you feel like oh I mean you you it's like he's kind of goofy so he's he's just messing around right right uh but no Sean William Scott is actually put in the work because he's so sure that this is where this whole thing is at right and so the rock is trying to get him and at the moment he ties him up he's they're going to go to the airstrip to get him back home yeah but uh, Christopher Christopher Walken has a uh, different ideas, <laughs> right? He's taking the ten thousand dollars as a gratuity, I, right? Yeah, like a travel tax, right? <laughs> He's like it's, it's tax deductible, yeah, yeah. That's what he does, right? Yeah. Uh, but apparently, I guess Sean William Scott has actually been working for H- Hatcher. Yes, I believe. And so the Rock, the Rock being who he is. Is able to fight his way out of that whole situation and trying to drive my uh, Sean William Scott to the airstrip, but Sean William Scott can't go without the gato, right? <laughs> because it is a it's a priceless uh, gold, solid gold cat that yeah. was by a the, jaguar. It's a jaguar. Oh yes, but it was like the Incans or whatever that native people of yeah. the. It's it's from ancient. Yeah. It's an ancient civilization's artifact, right? Right. So you, you think Indiana Jones, this is like the little golden head that he gets from the Temple of Doom. Yeah, exactly. And and it's worth quite a lot because toward, at the end of the movie, his cut was going to be $15.6 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is not a small amount. That's just a cut. I want to know how much the full thing is. Right. right? Right. Uh, but no, but before they can get to the airstrip, Sean William Scott derails him, and we have a Simpsons-like fall from a cliff. <laughs> it, I, I loved this. Like, this is, like, really almost my favorite part of the movie, because they go off the cliff, and it is a really, really high cliff. Yeah. Um, And I'm assuming they didn't do their own stunt work, but... <laughs> they have stunt people that they show Man. tumble like the entire way down. Yeah. And not just like, not like the Rolos commercial where the guy's rolling. And he's like, oh, when I'm rolling, it reminds me I want to eat a Rolo. No, he's got <laughs> head bouncing off of trees and like catching a whole uh, bunch of branches on uh, the way down. Yeah. It's like, it's like when, um, when Homer tried to, to skateboard through the gorge. And this is it. Yes. Exactly like that. Like, realistically, that movie should have been done right there. They both should have been dead. Someone's head would have snapped, or his neck would have snapped. Uh, No, but they make it down, and The Rock is still determined to get Sean William Scott to the strip. Uh, Christopher Walken has deployed his men to look for Sean William Scott because he knows that he's looking for the Gato, or he knows the location of the Gato. Right. Right? Yeah, and that's what worries him, is because he has basically almost indentured servants working this diamond mine or yeah. gold mine um working for 65 cents an hour right um, if that and then having to rent their their tools for mm. like a, a dollar a day yeah <laughs> um, it all adds up yeah so so he he's worried that if if they find the gato and it's a hundred million dollars and you know uh he just takes his $15 million cut and the rest of it goes to the people of the country. They certainly will not be wanting to work in a mine to make ends meet because they will have money. Right. 
Um, but no, but before that, they before they could actually escape, they get caught up in one of the rebels' traps. Yes, uh, hanging upside down, and we find out that it's Ernie uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> yes, of a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two fame. Yep. Oh yeah. Also, one of like one of the biggest stunt families in Hollywood during the time. Right. Oh yeah. No, I immediately recognized him. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> Even now, I recognize him. Oh, yeah. He still looks good now. <laughs> he still has the six-pack. Six-pack will never go away for Ernie Reyes Jr., <laughs> who I think oh, recently had got a kidney transplant. I don't know if it's recent, but I wanted to look him up now, so hopefully he's all good, right? Right. Uh, but we get probably one of the funniest fight scenes, because Ernie Reyes Jr. is like 5'5", five, five, <laughs> <laughs> standing next to The Rock, who's like 6'4". Six, the dude is a mountain, right? Yeah. Even at the early stages of his film career, he's still a pretty big dude. And we get almost a video game-like fight scene where he's, like, jumping around. Sean William Scott is commenting that it's, like, uh, gymnastics jutsu. <laughs> swinging on ropes, punching him. And we, he almost really just dominates The Rock until The Rock decides to fight back. Yeah. Because The Rock at this point, he didn't want to fight anybody he didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Because The Rock almost feels like he's a pacifist and he's only violent when he needs to be. Right. I, and and they, make, they make insinuendos that he must have been, had a very violent youth. Because he's like, he's like, oh, I don't ever use guns. I don't touch them. Because if I if I pick up a gun, it takes me to a bad place. Um, and then, like I said, like he's he's like he's always he's wearing a suit jacket. He's always yeah. trying to he's always trying to do the everything the most peaceful way possible. Yeah, it's like violence is the last course. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the Rock, uh, but you know, you could only push him to a certain point, right? But then right. the Rock ends up dominating Ernie Reyes Jr. Almost being able to stab him or just come to a point where Ernie should concede the fight, right? Yeah, yeah. And then gunshots rain, run through the rainforest, and we find out that Rosario Dawson is actually one of the Rebels' leaders. Dun-dun-dun. Plot twist! And so uh, they end up, you know, everyone's getting stitched up from the fight. Ernie Reyes Jr. as The Rock. Who'd win in the fight? Muhammad Ali versus Tyson. <laughs> and, you know, um, yeah, The Rock says some valid points. Muhammad Ali's too smart, you know, he, he, he's patient, right? and he would not dominate, but beat Mike Tyson, who is much like a fighter like Evander, Evander Holyfield, right? Yeah. And, you know, everything seems okay until Christopher Walken and his cartel, or whatever you want to call them, come gunning through this small base of rebels. Yeah. And uh, end up slaying Ernie Reyes Jr. Such a shame. <sighs> Uh, but no, the three of them uh, set out to look for the Gato, which they find after uh, Rosario Dawson tells The Rock to not pee. <laughs> right, because she's, she's kind of like, originally she's like, eh, we don't really need, you know, if we find the, the cat, it's awesome. But, eh, uh, but then once the rebels get kind of slaughtered, she's like, no, now it's our mission. We have to get this so we can save our people. Yeah, because, you know, uh, Christopher Walken's group of diamond miners or, or gold miners are just constantly oppressing the people that yeah. they live in, right? So they find it. 
uh, Rosario, and then, uh, and the the thing about it is right. Sean William Scott, when he grabs a hold of the Golden Jaguar, you know, this is where sort of more of his character development really comes into play because he's like, because he's a Stanford dropout. Yes, right, and he says. I found you, not some archaeologist from Harvard or researcher from Stanford. It's me. Yep. <laughs> so, so you learn that he has. There's some re- for some reason he has a chip on his shoulder. But they find it, and they're kind of celebrating by this campfire. Rosario Dawson finds some rare fruit for them, right? <laughs> that we're gonna celebrate with, right? Uh, but then they start to hallucinate and become <laughs> paralyzed. Uh, Rosario Dawson tells Sean William Scott that money changes, but I will keep my promise to give you a cut. Right. Tells The Rock, if you go north this way, you'll be able to get to the airstrip and you'll be fine. And and she just walks off into the night. Right. Yeah. Uh, we wake up in the next morning. Um, the monkeys have returned. Oh, yeah, because we didn't mention monkeys before. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention when they first got caught in the rebels trap. The monkeys were harassing them. Yes. And humping the rock. At this point, they're paralyzed. And for me, if I was Sean William Scott, I'd be like, oh, no, one of these monkeys is going to put his penis in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the rock is able to fight through the paralysis and scare the monkeys away. They make their way to the airstrip where the Irishman pilot is like, let's go. Uh, but tells the Rock, oh, Rosario Dawson got caught, and they have the gato. Yep. But the Rock is conflicted because a deal's a deal, right? He's a man of his word. Yep, one hundred percent. And so he goes into this town with Sean William Scott after some convincing that he would need his help. Yeah. And they sort they 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 end up taking down this whole gold mining cartel, right? Along with, with you know bulls, f- yeah, f- forty wild cattle. <laughs> And the Irishman playing the bagpipes. I'm I'm really glad that you know he doesn't forget his culture. <laughs> but uh, Sean William Scott gets caught in a bus, and he's about his bus is about to explode, while The Rock has two shotguns, and he he goes into that mode. Right. Yeah. And he the first half of this fight, he is guns free. Guns free. Uh, but then it just it gets to the point where it just like he's got to. He's he's got to switch on the Super Saiyan, right? And, and he picks up two shot, double-handed shotguns, and he's like twirling them around like batons. Uh, yep, and you it's, know that's pretty impressive, actually, right? And, I, and you know, for me, I was like, oh, this is kind of a callback to Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Two, on how slick he was with a shotgun. Oh yeah, right. I thought about that too, especially since Arnold makes the cameo at the right. beginning. <laughs> oh man, and so he uh, before this whole uh, scourge or siege. The Rock gives Christopher Walken an option. Option A, you could walk out with your whole team out of this town and leave them alone. Right. Or option B, I'll make you. Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, everything, everyone gets killed, pretty much. Um, Sean William Scott makes away with the Gato. Yep. And now we're at a standoff with Christopher Walken and The Rock. Yeah. For some reason, The Rock kind of hesitates. Until he gets shot, until Christopher Walken gets shot by Rosario Dawson, then the people of the town start crowning around Christopher Walken, and he's like, on a very racist rant. <laughs> <laughs> and then before he shoots again, he gets shot two more times, and then Christopher Walken tells The Rock, I'll take option A, 
and dies trying to leave the city. Right, he like kind of walks to the edge of the town and then falls down yeah. dead. Uh, and everything, everyone kind of seems... It, it kind of it ends in a good note, right? But Rosario Dawson and The Rock are saying that they weren't able to... Fulfill uh, each other's deal. deal. Until Sean William Scott is like, are you guys talking about me? <laughs> and so Sean William Scott hands over the gato to Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson says, I'll make sure you get your cut. This is where we learned that the cut would be $15.6 million. Yep. And The Rock gets to take Sean William Scott home. And, and yeah, and everything goes, right? But as they get to L.A., show, oh, The Rock walks Sean William Scott into the house, fulfills his deal. Right. Gets his money. Yeah, right? And then proceeds to uh, poison the, 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 <laughs> the mafia people. <laughs> Yeah, the the bookie was like, "Hey, we'll celebrate with this rare exotic fruit from the Amazon, and it you starts with guy, a K. You guys should try it." <laughs> and they all knock down. Sean William Scott is like, "Thanks for there," but then The Rock pushes him, and Sean was like, "Dude, look, listen, I appreciate everything you've done for me, <laughs> yeah. but you gotta stop pushing me." And then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna rock you." <laughs> he's like, and he starts shaking his hand. He's like. How about my your buddy Thunder and his best friend Lightning, <laughs> and then proceeds to just go back into the truck? Yeah, he's oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really sad. That, then that's pretty much the end of the movie. But I'm really sad that we didn't get to see like a little bit of uh, you know how like back in back in the day they would like put the credits to the side and show like a little bit of clips of the life afterwards mm, i was really hoping mm. to see the rock working in his kitchen in his little that, restaurant that would have been very cool yeah right sean william scott doing his art uh, his treasure hunting right yeah because the second one right second one check it out right sean william scott is in the philippines trying to find the gold that the japanese had stashed away during world war ii that's okay. actual because you you, you yes. could actually treasure hunt in the philippines you got to get a permit for it but you know, but I feel like the Philipp- if you find it, you know, uh, the president right now would be like, "Nah, that's ours." <laughs> but yeah, you know, that would be a great sequel. And it turns out that the Rock's restaurant is there. Oh, in the Philippines. <laughs> Either that, or the Rock's restaurant, unfortunately, is failing. And to and to make up for uh, being in the red, he goes on a treasure hunting. Oh, a quest with right. Sean William Scott. Yes. It would be so good. <laughs> All right, Kobe. Uh, before we get into what we uh, the things that we liked about this movie, let's go to our Amazon reviews. We got a five star and a three star. What are you trying to look for? What are you trying to say? Um, I'll go three star. I usually I usually take the, the good ones. Right. So I'll go bad this time. All right, uh, let's go for the five star by Tiger Ed seventy three. Five stars, no breaks, hands down. One of, if not the best, the Rock movie there is. The movie has win. All right, I, I I'm gonna change this guy's. Uh, all right, this movie is well written all over it. Uh, oh no, this movie has win written all over it. This movie has everything literally. This movie has action, lots of that. It has comedy and adventure too. I love the archaeology adventure in it for the Golden Cat Gato. It has beautiful scenery of forests, waterfalls, etc. It has a great cast, including The Rock, 
Sean William Scott and Christopher Walken. Oh, he forgot Rosario Dawson and her cute little uh, Brazilian accent. (laughs) It has music also that fits the upbeat flow of the movie. I personally think that this is one of the best movies of all time. IMO, in my opinion, I highly recommend it. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Uh, Oh, no, we'll we'll do this one. Yeah. Okay, so then we got uh, Sue. Given us three stars. Good if you are 12 to 16 year old boy. <laughs> uh, the trailer showed all the high points. I was hoping this would be a better action movie than it was. Dwayne Johnson and Gene deserve better v- venue, than venue than this. Most of it is boring and violent. The only- Those two things are like the opposite. <laughs> The only good fight scene was the little guy with the gorgeous body <laughs> doing all these incredible gymnastics. I think Dwayne Johnson is a good actor, and he seems to be decent human being. Uh, th- his two disaster movies, pretty good. Hope he gets better scripts. Teenage boys and immature men might like this. <laughs> oh, that's, that's me. Uh, but I was sorry I bought it. I should have rented I do not think I will watch it again. I fast-forwarded through some of the fight scenes, although I did watch it to the end. So you uh, sound like you don't like to have fun. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, apparently you don't like action movies. I, I don't know what you thought this was going to be. This movie is action. This, this whole movie is a solid movie, right? You, Very. Right. You have Dwayne The Rock Johnson's character wanting to get out of this lifestyle that he had gotten into because he grew up poor, right? He grew up in uh, maybe in violent and in, in a violent environment. You know, being from LA, possibly he was in gangs. Could you know, that's be. Why, that's why he doesn't want guns. Yeah, he, he's trying to erase that past and, and trying to make a better life for himself, where he can go to sleep quietly. Right. Exactly. Right. We have Sean William Scott, who uh, I, well, I forgot to say was uh, one of his character development points is that. He didn't want to sell the gato. He wanted to put it in a museum. He wants right, right, and that was part of the uh, kind of uh, the the argument between him and Rosario Dawson was she was like, "Oh, money changes people." Now that you act, you know, sure you wanted to put it in a museum, but now that it's in your hands and you know it's worth a bajillion dollars, right. are you really going to do that, or is that money going to go to you? Right. So we we don't know, but from his actions, him coming back at the end of the movie, right. Right, it seems like he wants to be this world-renowned. Right, yeah, he's like, he, yeah. At the end, he's kind of like, I want my cut. Oh, and make sure they spell my name right. Right, <laughs> right, because obviously, uh, I, I'm guessing that there's going to be this whole reward when they turn it into the Brazilian government. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know how that system works, but he wants his name to be on the plaque of who found it. Yeah. Right, and so yeah. We see Rosario Dawson's character, who is a who who's working at the bar, but also working with the rebels to topple this uh, regime. Uh, right, right. Yeah. With Christopher Christopher Walken, always solid in a movie. I've <laughs> never seen him slack. Yep. Even in that one music video where he was dancing all over the bank. <laughs> Range. His, his number his number two guy is the uh, oh. is the. <laughs> 
weird lackey bad guy from so many movies, but also Napoleon Dynamite's creepy uncle. Oh, was that him? <laughs> it's it's hard because he doesn't have the bandana and right. the glasses. He was also the uh, the genius graduate who lived in the walls of the college in Real Genius with Val Kilmer. Oh, I did not watch that movie. Oh, okay. You know, there's this Val Kilmer documentary, and I'm like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not him. It's like a, it's not an autobiography documentary. It's like like a mockumentary no it's like actually people wanted to talk to him and like okay. interview see what's going on with his life because right now he kind of looks like mickey Rourke. time has not been I, kind yeah he did he did that one uh saturday night live and he he seemed very uh inebriated right i i don't know what's going on with val kilmer maybe yeah. he's just jaded yeah well but uh, yeah, this movie is, is is so much fun. I think there's like a lot of layers for a WWE produced movie, right? Right, it, and it gave yeah, give Rock a, a lot of range uh, to not just be an action. Yeah, uh, to, like to, there, there's a lot of like there's some comedy in this. There's there's you know um, <laughs> like the friendship that he develops. Uh, so I guess you can call it that. <laughs> I, they do. By the end, they're like that they're. Yeah, buddy cop kind of uh, friendship. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think it's because The Rock plays so well with his co-stars. Except for Vin Diesel. Oh. I, but I feel like that's Vin Diesel's fault. I could see that. Right. Because Vin Diesel likes to be the biggest bald guy on the, on the, uh, on the scene. and <laughs> I mean, they did, like, what, three Fast and Furious movies, and then I guess... He was upset that uh, The Rock and Jason Statham got their own little spinoff. Right. I'm sure he was probably also mad that uh, he was in, what, what 12 uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious movies, and then Rock was in three and then started making more money than him. Oh, I mean, come on. Listen, like, Vin Diesel, I, I like him in his roles. Right. But, like, if... Besides the Fast and the Furious franchise, I mean, come on, let's let's be honest about that movie. That is just a high budgeted sci fi movie, right? At this point, I heard in the most recent one they go to space. <laughs> like, how do you go from racing for pink slips to driving in space? I right, I mean, it's, it's it's not it's not Sharknado. Space isn't necessary. <laughs> You know, but am I going to watch a movie starring Vin Diesel or am I going to watch a movie starring The Rock? I'm yes. Watching, I'm watching The Rock movie. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, like uh, Vin Diesel has uh, tried to branch out. He's done a comic book movie. Right. With um, oh God, Bloodshot. Uh, he's done like, a witch movie. Yes, The Witch Hunter. Which hunter? La- last wish hunter? Yeah, something like that, and it's very mixed results, right? Yeah, but The Rock has consistently done stuff like Jumanji one, two, right? Uh, Tower, where he's an amputee. Watch, watch that at the gym. Yes, and it, I believe it's it's not really a remake, but then I, I feel the Korean Koreans had made a movie similar. Okay, right. That. And then I don't know if it's like an you know a remake of a Korean movie or whatever. Uh, he's done a, a good amount of Disney movies. 
Yeah. We did a Journey to the Center of the Earth one. Yes. No. Uh, or no, Journey two. to Space Mountain. No, he he did a Journey. Oh, to, to the center. Oh, because the, the first one was with Brandon Fraser. Yes. Second one was with The Rock. <laughs> he did Space Mountain, and he's also done Jungle Cruise. I'm just waiting for him to show up in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and I, he's hit the he's hit the the holy quadruple Disney <laughs> rides. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, right. He was voice for uh, for Maui in uh, oh, oh yeah Moana. See, the so Rock he's knows his, where the money's He's done at. his animated right. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the Rock definitely, uh, and I, I feel like a lot of people that have worked with him always like him, right? Yeah, uh, he's also done a bunch of comedies. The one, the most recent one I really can remember is uh, the one with Kevin Hart, where uh, Kev, or there like a, he was a CIA agent. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but they they superimpose his face on a fat Hawaiian dude, <laughs> and he's like dancing butt naked. <laughs> And then he becomes like this super buff CIA. <laughs> I I love like the best part was the um, was the tagline on the movie poster where it says, uh, "You only need a little heart if you've got a big Johnson." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe Vin Diesel's ego got hurt when he was on the Fast and Furious. <laughs> There's this really funny edit of them on that movie. Where they didn't want to be in the same scene together, so they had to superimpose both of them. But oh. the aspect ratio was totally off, so at certain points, Vin Diesel was way bigger than The Rock. <laughs> and then, from The Rock's perspective, Vin Diesel was way smaller than The Rock. It's it's so silly. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, and Sean William Scott's performance in this, you know, I just, yeah, I, I feel really bad that I feel like he got pigeonholed in Hollywood. I am right. You know, I, I think that's why a lot of I think that's why a lot of raunchy teen sex movies have kind of gone out of style, right? Because one, like, uh, like bigger sort of names don't want to do them. Uh, that's true, and, right. and and you're also getting to the point, like the the political correctness of the oh. world, where you mm-hmm. you you can't you can't make like those super. Runch. Rapey kind of jokes. <laughs> like, I don't mean it like that, but like, you know, that, that like, it, they, it you definitely can't, you can't the have the, the good guy character come across rapey. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, there's just like so many boob jokes you can make before it, it's. Well, I you, mean, we're, we're at a time where there's like always a dick on the screen. <laughs> I, right. Right? I was like, all right, listen, if dudes are showing the dick, you know, just flash a little vagina. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, definitely, I, I feel like a lot of people have felt the downfall of starring in those sexy rom-com, like, raunchy comedies, because you don't really hear from the other cast of American Pie as much. Right. Right? Yeah. At least for the men... Like, oh, um, exactly. Yeah, Tara Reid obviously, you know, did what she did. Uh, Allison Hannigan, who's lucky, or not lucky, but, you know, who who kind of remade herself on How I Met Your Mother. Right. And Sh- Shannon Elizabeth, probably one of the most paused moments on VHS history. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's unfor- very unfortunate for Sean Williams, Scott. But, um, Kobe, what did you, what were some of the key moments for you in this movie I so 
like, I'll have to say the one part that I thought was a little like a, I th- I guess I when I first saw it, I thought it was hilarious, but it was a little gratuitous. Was the <laughs> little monkey humping scene, like? <laughs> no, Kobe, you don't understand. Monkeys are vicious. <laughs> um, but besides that, um, there was there was some amazing like the action scenes, oh, yeah. uh, like especially him versus Whip Dude. Oh yeah. Those yeah, yeah I, great use of slow mo. Yeah, right. And not oh god, who's that one director who just oh yeah, like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder slow mo's everything. I, <laughs> yes, and they they didn't overdo that. They they used it just just right. It was yeah. like you got you got the slow mo of the whip after it's cracked, oh. right before it like wraps around the gun yeah. to whip it out of his hand, stuff like that. Or I, like uh, when. The Rock jump from one building and oh man, I'm pretty sure his shoulder is shot. But he goes <laughs> through that pillar. Oh, through the yeah, the <laughs> the supporting beam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? The funny thing about monkeys is one of my friends is from Japan, and uh, bathing apes, you know, like baboon Japanese baboons or whatever. Are very notorious for being mischievous. Mm-hmm. Like if you live, like he said, like oh yeah, one time one of my friends, their family had left their van door open for like a minute, and then a baboon ran into there, closed it, ate everything, pooped on everything, and then left. <laughs> See, so it's not very hard to believe a, you know, a baboon humping the rock. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, because like Sean William Scott said, it is a sign of dominance. I, I that I guess that's true. Yeah. Right. Um but yeah, they 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 make some like funny some little funny like quirky things like you I think you even mentioned it earlier, but they have the fish, the the bacteria oh. or like, <laughs> yeah. the parasite. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, hey, uh be careful, don't pee in the uh lake because there's a parasite. It'll swamp your pee hole into your urethra." And then he's like, "What?" Yeah. He's like, no, not 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 my pinto, pindu, or pinta. And he's like, oh, well, then what happens? They're like, oh, yeah, well, they have to amputate. Right. And he's like, oh, not today. And he puts his pants back yeah. on before he gets in the water. I mean, I looked. I remember I I looked that up after. I was like, oh my god. So what it what it does, right? This parasite swims up your urethra, and then it has these appendages that are like little razors. That attach to your your urethrin wall mm. and start to like lay eggs and stuff, and I'm pretty I don't know what the medical situation is in Brazil, but like in America, like they can kind of scrape it out, which uh, is still not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like one of my biggest fears, like, is to get a catheter after surgery, like <laughs> pulling it out. That's because you know putting it in. I think you're asleep. I, I would hope so. I am. Me too. I've not had one, so I... <laughs> Biggest fear. That's why I drive safe. Because <laughs> I heard, you know, sometimes you get in a car accident, it's bad enough they have to put a catheter and... Mm-mm, nope. I'm not pulling it out like hot tub time machine either. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of small moments in this movie that I, I really... Like, I, I just enjoy... Uh, the the banter between Sean William Scott and The Rock is obviously the best part, right? Yeah, you know, um, Ernie Reyes Jr. asking The Rock about uh, who'd win in a fight, 
is also like just I, I, right. It, yeah, like smart. It's like smart comedy. Yeah, you know, because it, it's very subtle, and and you don't really get these type of moments a lot in movies where it it almost feels like a very organic situation mm-hmm. where like the director is just like, yeah, man, ask something, right? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and Ernie Reyes Jr. being in this movie is awesome. I, I, I love seeing him. Him and Dante Bosco were like really the only Filipino representation <laughs> in Hollywood growing up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they have like of uh, like another great like little thing is uh, Christopher Walken's trying to explain uh, why he wants the gato back, and uh, he's expl- trying to explain it to like the the Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> hitmen that he's hired but yeah. they don't speak english so it's trying to go through a translator and they have no idea what like the tooth fairy is yeah. he's like oh, yeah this is like i had a tooth and i was a child and i put it under my bed and then somebody came in and stole the tooth now the tooth fairy's not going to give me a dollar translate that for them uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i feel like so i feel like christopher walking definitely gets free reign Right. Uh, right. Yes, I could totally just see, like, they'd be like, hey, say something inspiring. And Christopher Walken's like, oh, l- let me tell the story about the Tooth Fairy. Uh, that was a horrible Christopher Walken. I apologize. <laughs> you know, I'd be I'd be really sad if I had met Christopher Walken in real life and he just didn't speak like that. Ouch. Right. Like, he just spoke like a normal dude. I'd be like, I- shattered dreams. I- okay, so um, I will say I met... Bobcat Goldthwait in real life and he does not talk like that. He doesn't scream. He talks like a normal person. Uh, and it was jarring. It, it was. <laughs> like I don't know uh, like what I expected, you know, if it was just, you know, it's just standing in line to shake his hand and you know kind of thing and and he was just like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming to the show." And I was like expecting me, "Hey, thanks." For coming to the show, that's also a horrible bobcat. I apologize again. I should just not do impressions. No, no, no. I think I think that's what a lot of people will love is like just us doing really <laughs> shitty impressions of people, right? Like, we'll, we'll both we'll, we'll do sometime. We'll we'll do like we'll both pick an actor and we'll do our entire podcast as that actor. Man, that'd be hard. <laughs> yeah, to stay in character for a full hour. <laughs> it'll it'll be a fifteen minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, we're coming up to our hour Thank you guys for joining us If this is the first time you guys are joining us Thank you for joining us uh, Hope you check out the rest of the episodes Just to get a full scope of how we are uh, But if this is the first time you're joining us We do our review in four sections We have Stream It, DVD, Blu-ray it, And man The ultimate collection of the rock movies <laughs> Whoa, yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know what you would do with like, yeah, with the rundown. I, I guess if you just were like ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate rock box. Yeah. Um, oh, this, def- this movie definitely came out in Blu-ray at the very early stages of Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is definitely, I, I would, like I said, I saw this in the theater. I've probably seen it three times over the years. I watched it again, uh, yesterday. I, I, this this is the, yeah I would own this I would definitely I Blu-ray this right yeah it's it's pretty easy it's a solid action film it's easy to watch uh 
it's easy to just put in the background if you just if you're one of those people that puts movies as white noise. Uh, but the rock, but the rock. Everybody in here is solid. It doesn't really feel like anyone's phoning it in, right? Because uh, it's really easy to do that, especially for a WWE product produced movie. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but I believe this was by Columbia Pictures or some one of those major studios, right? Yeah. And it's funded by WWE. And it it just like it kind of like just broke even. I believe it was like. $80 million to make and then brought in like $84 million or no, something. Oh, no. On the Wikipedia, it says $65 million and then it brought in eighty point nine. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's tough to make a a sequel if you're not doubling, doubling, doubling your money. Right. Because like I remember this movie <laughs> and Walking Tall... Is is one of it's it's like sort of the mm. duo rock movies, right? Of, you know, and and yeah, I, I enjoy this a little bit more than Walking Tall, just because we have Sean William Scott. I right, uh, yeah, I agreed. Walking Tall has Johnny Knoxville, but he's like okay, his character is just okay in that. And wasn't there another one that he did that was like Walking Tall that came out similar time period? I don't know because there is a Walking Tall two with Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's yes. what you might be thinking about. <laughs> it's just Walking Tall in another small town. Yeah. Uh, place. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have on our show notes our Amazon affiliate links. Please, uh, you guys are gonna go shop on Amazon anyway, so might as well go ahead and help us out. And then, of course, uh, we've got a Facebook page. It's probably the easiest way to contact us. Go ahead and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, give us some likes and some shares. Make sure all your friends know that that we exist because the, the, everybody should be listening to us. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> I, I don't want the two the two views of each podcast to be me and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely like uh if you have any th- any suggestions of uh future themes or movies that we should see, uh, you know, st- stick them in there, let us know and uh, you know, hey, if you hate us, tell us that too. <laughs> and we will be starting our YouTube channel soon where we're going to be doing video essays of uh yep. topics we believe uh need to be talked about. Heck yeah. Right? So just, you know, you can get us in a visual format and an audio format. You know, visual yeah. is for at home. You know, while you're cooking, throw us on, on, the U- <laughs> on your smart TV YouTube and hear us either try to fix movies or uh, complain about movies. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely looking at us to get you all set up if, uh, if it's a romantic evening as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? For you fellas, you know. You could be like, you could be with that guy. (laughs) But no, I'm cooking you dinner. (laughs) All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is Who Watches This. If you guys want to check out who does our theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's on her album, Music for Podcast 3, and her band camp is down below. Thank you.